Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Katie could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention coming up on the show. We've got money spending. We got Giannis pending. We've got process, maybe processing. Losing steam here. Winners and losers. And the play-in tournament. Welcome to Point of Contention. I am Zach Harper. I'm the host of this podcast of the Athletic NBA Show here on Thursdays. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Jade Hoy producing. A reminder, check out the Restricted Area, a new video NBA show on the Athletic's YouTube page with myself and Wazzy Lambre every single week. Subscribe, smash that subscribe button, like it, pass it on to your friends, pass it on to your enemies, pass it on to complete strangers you do not know. Just get the link, type an at, type a letter, and the first four people that come up on Twitter, doesn't matter if you know them or not, just send it to them. That's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you like me out. That's how you you spread the old gospel, as they say. Uh, In this corner for this week, the Bay Area legend, a two-time best-selling author, Marcus Thompson. Marcus, what are you most thankful for as we celebrate Thanksgiving on this Thursday? I'm thankful I don't have to act like I celebrate Thanksgiving. Like, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Thankfulness is a lifestyle. Thankfulness is something you do perennially. It is how you live. It is how you appreciate what you have. It is how you value the people in your life, the successes you've had, the struggles. It's not a holiday. It is a mindset. So I reject the entire premise that we use the the demise of indigenous people as a reason to act like we love our families when we don't. I will say this, Marcus. I am only thankful one day of the year. That's Thanksgiving. I am only romantic one day of the year. That's Valentine's Day. And I'm only patriotic one day of the year. That's the 4th of July. And every other day of the year is about me. <laughs> and that's not even a, a quip. That's, 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 real, that's all <laughs> that's facts. Real, <laughs> that's a real fact right there. And in this corner, Flint, Michigan native James Edwards 3.0. James, what do you prefer Michigan to be known as? The Wolverine State? Maybe the more common Great Lakes State? Maybe something we haven't heard? Yeah, definitely not the Wolverine State as a Michigan State graduate. I don't want to hear that shit. Um, Sparta? Sparta, Spartan Nation. Uh, okay. I like Great Lakes State uh, because it's unique, I guess. It's fine. The great, the great, what was uh, Blake Griffin when he got to Detroit? Was it the Great, the great Blakes? It was uh, one of his coin nicknames. It didn't stick. It didn't stick, no, but of it, course uh, not. That it was very I creative. I wonder why. I wonder what a horrific <laughs> nickname that is. This is why we can't let stupid people on the internet come up with nicknames. It's just not a good idea. No, it's, it's not. A, it's, a, it's a really bad idea. We got what some good awful, Troy Weaver ones, though, nickname. from the past past week that I uh, I am a big okay. fan of. The uh, Troy okay. Stretch and Waver is a, is a fan favorite. And the what is it? The Grim Oh, the Grim Weaver. I like the first one better. Oh, I like the Grim Weaver. It's a good, I like that. It's a good one. I like Troy Stretch yeah. and Weaver. 
Yeah, Grim Weaver. So what happens when you uh, give uh, a Plumley $25 million? That's enough banter. Jade, start the clock. It's take one. Money, 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 money. NBA free agency kicked off this past week. And, oh, boy, it was raining cash. Bunch of players in new locations. Gordon Hayward in Charlotte. Wayne Ellington in Detroit for some reason. We got uh, Avery Bradley in Miami. We got all kinds of guys. But let's start with Rob Lowe, Palinka's Lakers. GM of the year. Put it down. First, he flips Danny Green for Dennis Schroeder. Then he snags the reigning six-man Montrez Harrell. And then out of nowhere, he signs Marcus Gasol who a lot of people thought were playing, was going to play in Spain for some reason. So, Marcus, barring injuries, is there anything stopping the Lakers from repeating as the NBA champs? Absolutely. It is called... What? It is called, dubbed by former Laker coach Pat Riley... The disease of me. The disease of It is going to be the fact that they just stopped... back to what I celebrate? <laughs> we're back to what I celebrate every year. The disease of me. They just stopped playing last. Well, what's LeBron gonna do with Trez and Schrader act like, yo, like this is my this is my time to get a title? And LeBron's like, hold on, y'all. Pause. Relax. I agree. They have an incredible roster. I agree. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. has been assembled immaculately. Don't forget about uh, Wesley Matthews. Like, I mean, th- this is a really good roster. LeBron will be able to rest, and it should be fine. But they did get quite a few guys who might be like, yeah, this is kind of my show. And I wonder how that's going to fly with LeBron. So in the end, is that enough? Is that enough for the Clippers to take over? Is that enough for Denver to get its revenge? Is that enough for, dare I say, the Warriors? We'll see. I don't know. It starts Christmas. What? Oh, my God. All right. Um, How dare James, why, you? What, what's wrong with Marcus? What's, what happened here? The disease of me. I don't know, but I, why did you go from Gordon Hayward to Wayne Ellington in the, in the intro? I had a question about that. Look, man, it said examples, and I froze, okay? Second thing that came to mind was Wayne Ellington because I was actually feeling really bad for him yesterday <laughs> because in back-to-back off-seasons, he signed with the Knicks and the Pistons. Like, I'm legitimately worried about Wayne Ellington. He He chose this life. So let's not feel let's not feel that's too what bad. I'm worried about. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, Look, I, when I choose Arby's, <laughs> you know, I know it's not a good choice, but it's still my choice. I, I like the chicken bacon Swiss. Otherwise, I don't touch Arby's. But I like Marcus's points to be different. I do think the Lakers did exactly what they needed to do to repeat. I mean, my hips hurt watching Danny Green trying to defend during the bubble. And you bring back KCP. You add Wesley Matthews. I like what they did on the perimeter. I like the extra toughness with Montrez Harrell. Um, I do agree with Marcus that there is some of this. Some guys are coming here like, oh, we're going to go get a ring. Like, this is my time. And LeBron's like, yeah, bro. Like, I already got a bunch of these things. Like, I, let's chill out for the first month or two. And then you wonder if there's going to be turmoil. That They could be their own demise. I could see that. But I do think they did exactly what they needed to do. Dennis Schroeder, I absolutely couldn't stand Dennis Schroeder for for much of his NBA career and then same kind of with Chris Paul until they both go to Oklahoma City and make me love them um I hope Dennis Schroeder changes the blonde patch in his hair when he goes to LA I, I would imagine he adds more blonde um because he's in he's showtime now but I do like what they did with the team it is what it is it's gonna go full Kuzma don't go Kuzma <laughs> don't go Kuzma Slim Shady mom spaghetti does Schroeder listen to Kwame? Any chance? Any chance Kwame made it to Germany? <laughs> oh, I bet he does. Kwame Brown? Kwame, the originator of the blonde uh, 
strip in your high top fade. Yeah, definitely. In my high top fade? Dennis Schroeder. He listens to him and Kem. Look, I think I think <laughs> I think Marcus Saul. I think Marcus Saul wrapped this thing up, man. Like they don't, they don't have Javale anymore. They have Marcus Saul. Like they don't have Dwight anymore. That's that's he's starting in Philly apparently. Oh, I thought you said the white. I was no like, Dwight. They don't have the white. They, they don't have like you know. I mean, they got like a real like you know. Like somebody who's going to be there. Somebody's going to be consistent. Like that's this roster is nice, man. This roster, man, that's good. Is loaded, uh, but they do have some characters. Uh, nothing, nothing works out this way. Nothing works out. West Matthews, West Matthews is in there now. I know the squad. Yeah, it's a really good squad. Maybe they resigned Dion Waiters. I don't know. I don't know if they have some time. Flink could try it's to really show what he could do with no magic. He was waiting for that moment. Yeah. If nothing else, without magic. <laughs> this is, I know, right? This is gonna. Man, I wonder, like this. This roster is gonna make teams be far more aggressive at the trade deadline. Fast. I mean, yeah. it's so loaded. It's like, yo, like this is what you're looking up at. You got to make moves. You got to do something because, I mean, we haven't even mentioned Anthony Davis. Like this, this team is insane. So, well, wait, did he resign yet? You waiting on that? You waiting on that? Um, he, he might be holding you know, out for that Gordon Hayward buddy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You know what they say, you know? Magic Johnson tampered so Rob Palinka could run. All right, take two. <laughs> Why hasn't Giannis signed yet? The clock is still ticking on the Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo and whether he will sign that super max extension, which would likely ensure the Bucks to be a top team in the East for quite a while. Bit of a hiccup, however, after seemingly getting Bogdan Bogdanovich in a trade with the Kings. Uh, the trade was nixed, and not New York nixed. It was just nixed. They had already added Drew Holiday. Things were looking good, but uh, Bogdan was someone Giannis really wanted them to acquire. According to a report from Bleacher Reports, Jake Fisher. During a few calls, Giannis communicated his desire in teaming with Bogdanovich. Aside from the obvious spacing Bogdanovich shooting would provide in Milwaukee's offense, Giannis admired his fellow Euros' toughness and swagger. Sources said he viewed Bogdanovich as someone you could go to war with in the postseason. Ouch. like a pretty good cover story if you ask Ouch. me, James. Giannis has until December 21st to sign with the Bucks long term. What's the move here for Giannis? I'll say if Bogdanovich coming to Milwaukee was the deal breaker for Giannis, he didn't want to be there. And he's leading oh. them along and he needs to let them know now. I mean, yeah, he's tough. Sure, he's tough. We ain't seen him in the playoffs. That's a whole different beast. We don't know. I like what they did in the offseason, given the thing, given the circumstances that they had with the weirdness, which again, and I and I wonder if we'll visit this if Giannis leaves, um, which I don't think is Milwaukee's fault, but we're not going to send blame um, anywhere else. We'll just keep it pretty vague. And yeah, I mean, it's insane to me if that is a, any bit of a deal breaker for Giannis. And if if Bogdanovich was on this team right now and Giannis has it signed in a, in a different world and there, there's way more issues going on than that. Like this is Bogdanovich we're talking about. He's a good player. Yeah, great. Like, what has he done? Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. James. Wow. He's been in Sacramento. <laughs> That's the one team with worse playoff history than Detroit the last 20 years. 
Oh my goodness, uh, Marcus, what's this Bogdanovich hate? First you with the Lakers, now James with Bogdanovich. What's going on here? I was just, I was just trying to give hope to the rest of the league with the Lakers, but man, what about Giannis hate with his own teammates? He said he has <laughs> swag and toughness. What, what's with the shade for Chris Middleton? What's with the Brooke Lopez shade? He sounds like, yo, give me a guy like that because I need a guy like that because I've never played with a guy like that. Is that what you mean, Giannis? You want some toughness? Ouch. Giannis is throwing shots. I still don't think this means he, he passes on signing the Supermax. I think he signs the Supermax. He gives them one more year, maybe a, oh, maybe man. a half a year, maybe trade trade deadline. I don't know. At some point, yeah. he just says, "Yo, I gave y'all everything. You still haven't gotten this together for me. I want out." But it's a, it's a pandemic. You don't walk away from all that money right now. I'm sorry, Giannis. You just don't walk away from all that money. It ain't that much toughness and loyalty and keeping it real in the world. Take the money, then demand the trade. You know you know what swag and toughness when Drew Holiday is locking down the other team's best player every night so you can chill. You know what swag and toughness when Chris Middleton's hitting a three because you guys are down three with three seconds left in the game. That's swag and toughness. Like I yeah, I didn't I didn't like these comments assuming they're true. And I need to see more from Bogdanovich before he gets such high praise from uh, from Giannis. I mean, to be fair, Giannis. To be fair, to be fair, Giannis did watch his team like completely abandon him against the Heat. So it's not like he's not unmerited. But man, for him to say it like that, like the subliminal uppercut, like ouch. Also, hold on. What has Bogdanovich done? Four-time Serbian League champion, two-time Serbian Player of the Year. All Adriatic League team, two-time Adriatic League champion, two-time Turkish League all-star, Turkish Cup final MVP, Turkish League finals MVP, Turkish President's Cup winner, Turkish Cup uh, in general, two-time Turkish League champion, two-time Euro League rising star. He was rising two years in a row. That's how good he is. <laughs> Euro League first team, Euro League finals top scorer, Euro League champion, Euro League all-decade team. I mean, he almost, he sound like he's almost as, he sound like he's almost as good as Alan Smilajich. (laughs) That's not a real person. To be, to to be fair, to be fair to James, he was maybe the third best player on the Kings. He's a second best player on the Kings and he's not that far behind Darren Fox. Is, is, is is Harrison Barnes the third best player on the Kings? I don't know. Yeah, like that's Harrison fine. Is, like make the playoffs. I'll just mess I don't with know. you. Yeah, he, he's he's better than Buddy Hill, though. I, I give you that. I agree with that. Uh, speaking of the Kings, trust the process or not? Do you want to actively suck or accidentally suck? Take a look around the league. There are teams that are clearly committed to rebuilding the right way. Take the Detroit Pistons, for example, and Troy Weaver. Sam, Priest, uh, Sam Presti and OKC collecting more picks than Steelers legend Rod Woodson. On the other hand, there's Charlotte signing Gordon. Carry on my Hayward son to $120 million. Those are American dollars. Uh, it's tough to be a small market team in the NBA if you're run like an idiot. But there's a lot of hype already being generated by next year's draft class. So you got a lot of thing, you know, teams thinking, maybe we should be tanking. Maybe we should be the bottom of the barrel. Maybe we should be the bottom of the basement. Maybe we should be a little bit more cautious about this reckless spending we see Michael Jordan doing. So, Marcus, I would like to include the Warriors in this this, this discussion. Why haven't teams adopted this approach more of actively being bad instead of just accidentally being bad? Because it doesn't work. 
It, oh, it doesn't whoa. work. It doesn't That's work. The San Antonio Spurs. Everybody talks Tim Duncan about the years went. Every oh come on, David Robinson got hurt. What do you want him to do? Like, oh yeah, yeah. If, if, he if, got hurt for the whole season. Yeah, Marcus. if a guy, sure. if a guy he couldn't come hurt, back at all. If a guy gets hurt. If a guy gets hurt, that's fine. We got it. But Cleveland to Cavaliers intentionally, to intentionally were, do it, who what what the Cavs were pretty bad right before LeBron came into the league. They were hmm, bad. Period. They were bad. Period. Listen, all this talk about trusting the process. How many Eastern Conference Finals does Philly have? Zero. You could make the if you can't make the semis by playing it straight, then you ain't that good anyway. You can make the semis. You can do this. The Pacers made the semis with Lance Stevenson blowing in dude's ears. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You get all these picks, and it might not pan out, and you've disenfranchised your, your fan base. And you know what? It's wow. bad basketball karma. It's bad wow. basketball karma. You play to win the games. And out of that, people respect that. You, you telling me? You telling me LeBron went to the Lakers because they weren't trying to win? Nah, he went to the Lakers because every year they're gonna try to win. Period. Bottom line. What pick did they get last year when LeBron got hurt on, on Christmas Day and didn't play, fourth play pick. the rest of the year? The fourth pick. LeBron they traded it for Anthony Davis. Exactly. You know why? Because nobody's waiting on a that's draft the pick. Process. No, that's not the process. The process is yes. not. The, the, the process is LeBron blew out his hamstring or whatever growing <laughs> and you and you started getting bad. That's acceptable. This idea of intentionally being bad, this idea of stockpiling picks so you can tell your owner, look, we're building something here. We're building something here. It does not work. Period. You got to be able to win. You got to be able to win. If you can't figure this out, if you can't figure this out, just in the regular course of things, like I get it. Here's where I will go with it. If you show you can get to the finals or the Eastern Conference finals or be a winner, just play it straight. And now you say, you know what? If I had a crop, all right, now I'll be able to do it. So that's why I'm going to give Sam Presti a little bit of leeway here because he's done it without playing the cheat code. If you do it, if you if you just trash all the time and you're like, well, hopefully we get some picks, then you ain't really about that life. You need to give your spot up to a real general manager. All right. I want to get away from the idea of you play to win the games. James, let's talk about the Detroit Pistons, okay? <laughs> What's going on with Troy Weaver? He is spending oddly here. Is it? Fa- I feel like it's fake spending. Like it's like, hey, look, we're spending money, but none of it makes sense. Yeah, yes. You are the first person to – to say to come into a question with me saying fake money. I think with the money that they spend is almost inconsequential. When you look at it, three years from now is when they want to try to be good. And, and kind of going back to what Marks was saying, they don't want to be Philly bad. They've already lost a lot of fans. They don't want to lose more. You get Jeremy Grant. Mason Plumlee's a good big to have with a, a young point guard like Killian Hayes. It, you can say what you want about the money. The jokes are funny. I get wanting to get a guy like that. But the thing is, when you look at the Pistons' long-term money, it's after Blake's contract is up in 2022. It's Jeremy Grant for one more year at 20 million, Mason Plumlee at 8 million, and then the four rookies now plus Seku plus the two more picks are going to have. So six rookies on the books. So obviously, what it comes down to is developing young talent, which the Pistons haven't been able to do, which Troy Weaver has been kind of very crowned at, and that's why he's here in Detroit because of his ability to evaluate talent. So at the end of the day, it comes down to the draft picks that you take working out. And in the meantime, Detroit wants to build the culture, which when I think that's one thing that gets missed with Philly, even though Jimmy Butler and J.J. Reddick kind of said it is 
Guys come in and out in Philly. There's really no culture. Detroit's trying to build the culture so when it comes time to win, they can just plug and play and hope that the decisions they make work out. Um, the, the Warriors tanked, Marcus, as they tried to make their way into uh, – they ended up with Harrison Barnes, but they tanked that year. And, and last year. They traded away. Yeah, they traded away. They, they traded away Monte Ellis is what they did. They traded away Monte Ellis for a dude on an ankle. Andrew Bogut, who was out for mm-hmm. the year with an ankle injury. That is a legit take. Last yeah. year, Steph Spurs intentionally tank. ran into Aaron Baines and said, break my hand because yeah. this season we saw it. We saw it. <laughs> yeah. We saw it. With, uh, all of a sudden, all, you know, most broken hands, people are like back in a couple of weeks, all of a sudden it's a four-month injury. I do feel like these yeah, times warrant – these times warrant uh, like something – like you, you just – you don't even know when fans are coming back, and there's got to be great concern. What like what kind of fan base will you be getting back? If you're if you were already struggling at the gate, and now people have not been able to attend your games for a long time, and suddenly you could have games again, how, are they rushing to get back? Yeah, Chase might fill up, but how many places have that? You can't you can't afford to come out of this in many situations with a tank situation. Like, yeah, come watch our team that doesn't have a chance to win. Like, if you're the Warriors, especially, like you you got yo you just you just bought this stadium for two billion dollars. You got to fill this thing. You got you you can't just keep having seasons where they don't count. And that's Chase Center. So what what's happening at Little Caesars, right? What's happening right. like can Atlanta, which barely was selling playoff tickets, afford to come out of a pandemic with a trash team? No, they couldn't. You got you you gotta play now. You gotta give people a reason to support you. I forgot that the Pistons building was called Little Caesars. I thought you were just throwing out a random pizza place. I, was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. There's it's a lot of take oh, out and it really anyway, is, so. It really is called it, Little Caesars? It's Little Caesars Arena. No, yeah. I do that. I do that. Oh, I was gonna- I was going to say, that's a good guess. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with Marcus, uh, man. Like, I think part of the re- reason Weaver went crazy the last two weeks because nobody has uttered the word piston since March. Now there's, whether or not you agree with some of the moves, there's some excitement. There's some chaos. It's It's been boring here for the last 10 years. So right? you get some young guys. When the last time Zach got a Pistons joke in? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's he doesn't even time? need to think. He doesn't even want <laughs> a lot of Pistons fans are pissed off. You know, that's what I hear. All right, take four. Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfume, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Winners and losers of free agency. Now that the dust is sort of settled, who do you think is the biggest winner thus far in free agency? We could be talking player, team, executive. Feel free to improvise on this one. Marcus, we'll start with you. Who is the biggest winner in free agency Oh, so this far? is easy money right here. This is easy. Don't say it. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> yep, there it is. 
<laughs> Gordon Hayward. Are you Gordon Hayward just got that dude walked away from thirty four million dollars. Did he Batum? Gordon Batum. Now why you call him Gordon Batum? Why are you disrespecting? Because uh, he's Gordon gonna Hayward be making twenty eight million at the end of the bench. He's in two gonna be years. making a lot of money nah, on the Hornets. So he's probably not gonna be Gordon, that good. Gordon's gonna be playing. He's he'll be playing. I don't, I look, my, my daddy told me you don't ever you don't ever quit a job until you have one, right? I feel like uh, you don't ever quit a job until you have another one lined up, and I feel like Gordon Hayward just like flossed and he didn't know what was about to happen, or maybe he did. Who knows? But he oh, walked he away knew. from thirty four million dollars and got a hundred twenty million, a hundred and twenty million yeah. for Gordon Shout Hayward. Out to yeah. Bartlestein is the man. Yo. Like, I mean, this is unbelievable. That dude was awful. He was unplayable in parts. He he's the reason Kyrie ain't even there, right? <laughs> like, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it's weird because it feels like a gamble for the Hornets, and I just can't imagine anyone in the Hornets organization really gambling all that much. <laughs> you can nah, I raise a question to it? you two? I uh, I don't think very highly. Hold on, of Gordon hold on. We, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't we didn't we didn't have a meeting. Zach, are we going to let this guest ask a question to us on the show? Uh, I mean, I don't even let Ethan. Hold, hold, on, hold on, James. Hold anything, on, James. We got a council. Yeah, we got a council on this. What? Yeah, uh, I don't like I don't like when Ethan asks questions, but I, that's more of an Ethan thing than a guest thing. You know, like so I, I'm good. I'm good <laughs> with plus, you know, plus Black Lives Matter. Go ahead, James. I was gonna say I feel full time now. I've been on the I've been on the show like every week. So <laughs> more anyway. full time than Ethan is lately. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I I unlike the Boston fans, um, a particular uh, section of Boston fans, I personally think Gordon is washed, as Marcus kind of alluded to. If you're Charlotte, and you this is you guys know me, this is coming from somebody who is not by any means a fan of Russell Westbrook. I would have rather traded for Russell Westbrook than give Gordon Hayward that money if I'm Charlotte. Tell me I'm crazy. I mean, I mean I, he's definitely going to sell more tickets. Yeah, he's going to sell I'm more jerseys. Like, yeah, and I'm I think there's a better sales. chance you make the playoffs. Well, yeah, and also he's a better player. Like I, I get player, the pushback yeah. on Russ, but we got to stop being dumb about Russ. His contract sucks. He's not bad. Yes, exactly. Like I would have much rather have gambled on the Russ trade than signed Gordon for. If they got Gordon for twenty, I'll shut. I would never say this. To get Gordon for thirty million is insane. Mm. I would have rather had Russ. James, yeah, do you have I'm a biggest you. winner that's I'm not Gordon Hayward? Uh, I mean, we can't, the Lakers would be boring. Um, I like the Clippers by not letting the gap widen too much, uh, even though last time we saw the Clippers, they were walking off pouting due to the Nuggets. I, I, I do nah, like the signing of Sergio. James, come on. You're missing it. Who's the, who's the winner? Who's the other big winner? I know you know this answer. Come the on, James. This winner. is your initiation. We just got through talking about one of the players. Is it Mason Plumley? Come on, the Atlanta Hawks. No, I'm not doing that. The Atlanta no. Hawks. They, they're. I'm not. I would bet money that they're still the 25th worst defensive team in the league. But they'll be the top no. 10 offensive team in the league. But all they got to do is be better than the Magic. Yeah, I know they'll make the playoffs. But I, everybody, I get it. They had a, they did what oh, they had you to hate do. Because everybody s- like it. Oh, I get it. I get it. You hate everybody. Like <laughs> no, it. no, 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 no. I got it. I like I what it. I like what they did in terms of trying. To, they just kind of remind me of, <laughs> of what the Pistons are trying to do five years ago. We'll see if it works out. They, I don't know. I, they had too much offense, no defense for me. Yeah, but they got Capella coming in like. 
They got Chris Dunn coming in. They got adults. There are adults in the room. I do like I do Rajon, like their chances Rondo, to Chris Dunn. There you go. You got two defensive Gallo? two defensive guards. You can't well, mention. I need, Gallo. I need some. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we need some wing guards. Throw Rondo in there. Rondo can't play D. He just don't, but he can. Right, same. And you think those long, those <laughs> late Magic City million? nights are going to have him playing defense on a Tuesday against uh, Orlando? Absolutely. Hey, Magic City plays defense for you. You don't play defense. Hey, facts. That's how that works. All right, oh, oh, they drafted quick. a Kongu. What you mean? Oh, yeah, I like a Kongu. Is he is he ready? I, Atlanta off. did what they needed to do. People are crowning them. If you're going to crown them, then crown their ass. Is if you got to crown them, then crown them. Who's the biggest loser? Who's they the biggest are who we thought James they were. <laughs> uh, the biggest loser at Atlanta. No. Um, Denver. Denver. The Pistons yeah. taking Jeremy Grant for 20 mil. Um, not replacing. I mean, they replaced him with Jamichael Green. Who else did they add? Uh, they added somebody else, but not in nearly enough for me to think that they're going to get back to where they were last year. Um, I think you bring back Jeremy Grant plus continued development of MPJ, then you're really going somewhere. Now you're expecting MPJ not only to take on more of an offensive load in year two or three, but he needs to get much better defensively. Um, I think the, the West lost a serious title contender in free agency. And yeah, they lost three of their four best defenders. In uh, in free agency with Plumlee, Tory Craig, yep. and uh, Jeremy Grant leaving. Uh, Marcus, real quick, who's the biggest? Who's the biggest loser in free agency? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough not to say Denver, just because they were so right there. Like that mm-hmm. was it. Oh, they were right there. But no, nah, I'm going. Mean, Charlotte didn't have much of a choice. Then they got Lamelo, so you know they got one of the most talented players in the draft. So that's fine. So I'm a, in order to not duplicate. I'm going with the Wizards. Not only did they overpay for David Bertans, but they also are keeping John Wall. That can't be a victory, can it? No, it cannot. Can we give – I want – as a winner, can we shout out Portland just briefly, finally getting two-way wing help? Shout out to Portland. Um, so Phoenix in there too. And like, Phoenix in there. Yeah, let's throw them in there. Having, having to overcome Robert Sarver is a big deal for James Jones. Phoenix deserves some love there, too. All right. Take five. Play in or play out. With the expanded play-in tournament format and based on what we've seen from the offseason so far, it's fair to say that everybody not named the Wolves, Knicks, and Cavs have a real shot at making the postseason this year. Oh, sorry. Pistons, too. And considering now that we have two-thirds of the league eligible for the postseason action thanks to the new tournament, you got to be a real loser not to finish in the upper two-thirds. So, Marcus... Which team in the West has the best chance at surprising us for that eight seed? I gotta go with the Golden State Warriors. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only because they were ten seed. Uh, I kind of gotta say Phoenix. I mean, they they were out. They haven't been to the playoffs in a while. I I feel like they're getting in. This is the year they get in the playoffs. Devin mm. Booker makes the playoffs. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get as high as six, but I'm going to slow my roll because it is Robert Sarver's team and things just don't work out for Robert Sarver, at least from an uh, NBA perspective. I mean, he's rich, so something worked out. But 
I just remember uh, when they tried to tank in 2014 and ended up with 48 wins. I know, right? Oh, and, yeah, no, I and no playoffs. I forgot about that. That was Drogic's last year there, right? It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna put them in at eight. I'm gonna slow my roll and say they sneak in at eight. They were they were ten last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they look great in the bubble. They're building something. I, I just really like Phoenix, even though Kelly Oubre okay. was one of the players I liked a lot on that team. So. Uh, but Chris Paul should, yeah, they'll they'll make the playoffs. Book it. someday. someday someone's gonna have to ask me, uh, or have to explain to me what the Kelly Oubre thing is. Uh, James, which team in the East has the best chance to surprise us for that eight seed? Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. A couple years ago, I was sitting down, uh, taking a break from my job at The Athletic Media Company, and uh, I was drinking a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing, and I thought, uh, hey, this this could be a partnership because I'm, I'm an ad wizard, and so I put those two things together and Took a couple years, but now I get to read ads for Athletic Brewing and uh, their non-alcoholic beers, and I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about it because I like the product. I like the product for a variety of different reasons. There are times where I'm uh, the designated driver, and that is it's perfect for me. I don't feel like I'm, I'm missing out on a whole lot. There are also times where I'm not the designated driver, but it's going to be a long day of gabbing. And I don't necessarily need to have 10 IPAs in a row. So I will mix in an athletic, non-alcoholic beer. And I I feel like I don't miss a beat. And it allows me to pace myself uh, the way I want to do it. It's perfect for beach days, music festivals, baseball games, camping, late nights. Uh, They have a ton of different varieties. They have uh, light. They have upside uh, Don Golden. They have run wild IPA. They have a hazy IPA. They have summer seasonals. They've got a a lemon Rattler ripe pursuit. I don't even know what a Rattler is, but now I want to try it. I feel bad that I haven't tried it. So this summer, ask for the only non-alcoholic beer you need to know, Athletic. Head to askforathletic.com to find it near you and use the code TA2024 to get 15% off your first online order. That's code TA2024 at checkout for 15% off. It's near beer, non-alcoholic beer, and it tastes Listen, I grew up with some funky ones. Uh, those didn't taste like beer. This tastes like this. This is good non-alcoholic beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Well, I hate really not say, the Hawks. I was gonna say I hate to say this, Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, they improved significantly. 
for me, all the noise was making it seem like this. I've seen people say they could be a top five, six team in the East, and like that's preposterous to me. I don't see that happening. Should they? they I mean, they might not need the playoff game. Could they get seven? Yeah, but I definitely think they're a team that's built for a type of play in basketball. Um, I definitely see them as kind of that open gym type team, similar to Portland. Um, I, I think they Atlanta did six they teams need. better than the Hawks for sure. Uh, okay, the oh, Heat, easily. the Heat, the yeah. Bucks. Yes. Um, Celtics. Brooklyn, Celtics, Toronto, Sixers, Indiana. Indiana yeah. for sure. Indiana yes. for sure. Indiana where everybody yes. wants out. That Indiana? Yes. Indiana with yes. the new coach. I, don't know. I have ruled out Indiana for the last three years and I'm not doing it again. I'm not, I'm done saying know. Indiana should be an eighth seed or out of the playoffs because they shut me up every single year. So this is the year they get respect, especially because so it comes at the expense of the Hawks. Bucks, Raptors, Celtics, Heat, Sixers, Nets. I'll, I'll give you them. The rest is up for grabs. That that puts this them is, at look, a seventeen. I believe in this Hawks. I believe in this Hawks team, but they still have a lot of young players, and young players are dumb. I don't mean that they're not intelligent guys. I mean they don't know what to do. You got yeah. a lot of dudes in their third year. That's tough to win with, even if they're good. I need you I to agree. stop sleeping on Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo, <laughs> the rejuvenated one. He's an old man. He's always sleeping until the playoffs. It's easy to be rejuvenated with LeBron and AD are next to you. Not uh, <laughs> now. You got Trey uh, Young and both Big Tigger and and, uh, and, and Spicy <laughs> Wings. <laughs> Shout out to Big Tigger, by the way. Shout out to Chris Kirshner for the Magic City Wings piece. Shout out to Chris and, Kirshner. Yes. Yeah, um, I, you know what? Charlotte's my sleeper. Let's go, Lamelo. What? Come, are, we got what? Disrespected Jordan. Name five players yeah. on the Hornets that aren't Gordon Hayward or Lamelo Ball. Are Are you kidding me right now? You got Graham. You got uh, Miles Bridges. What's you got first Malik. First, Devonte. Come on, man. Devonte from KC JoJo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Bacon, Bismack Biombo. Come on, man. Dwayne Why Bacon signed with the Magic, didn't he? Did he? I th- no way. I think he just did. Yeah, I think Dang, he just did. Yeah. That one. <laughs> PJ Washington. <laughs> PJ Washington, who got deboed by uh, uh, Eric Pascal in the playoffs or in the, in the regular season last year, is Cody Zeller still on that team? Cody Zeller's got to be like LC. One more year, come on, man. That'll be Hayward's best friend. I mean, the, Horn- I the Hornets are trash. I was being silly, but I know them. Come on now, disrespect me like that, <sighs> Charlotte. Go I'm get Russ. Though. Go get yeah, Russ. Actually, they, you know what? If they Go can find real. a way Go to get, get Russ. Russ and have Lamelo, Russ, and Hayward. I buy him as that eight seed easily. I too, I do, I would too. Yeah. Because again, all you have to do is be better than the Magic. Yes. No. It's the the bottom of the like the East has gotten better, no question. But those, I mean, I think Detroit, Cleveland, and the Knicks are going to be very, very bad. Orlando, I, I think, is going to be pretty bad. But at least they have some guys. Uh, but the the bottom three in the East is, oof, it's not pretty. It's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. Um, all right, is there any other surprise? Like, who, like, what's your what's your the the dark horse sleeper that you want to say, but you're you're a little too a little too like gun shy here, Marcus? Like, who's uh, a team that you right, just want to say? All like, right, hey, can I say it? Good. Minnesota. Yeah. What? Ooh, <laughs> I like historically that. incorrect. <laughs> Listen, we have never seen Carl Anthony Towns alongside D'Angelo Russell. At, with a camp, and uh, I guess they won't have a camp, a real camp. But yeah, now Carl right. Anthony Towns is rejuvenated. He's got his boy with him. They got Anthony Edwards. Like this is this is the year that they get up to 
the tenth spot in the West. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Hey, that's that gives you a chance. That's it. You're the tenth seed. You get a, you get a chance to play for that uh, for that eight seed. They went nineteen and forty five. Like that's a that's a that's twenty nine point seven percent win Marcus, percentage. I will, I will remind what you. What was D'Angelo Russell were, boosted? They were suffering this year because they were missing Jake Layman. I just I just <laughs> want to remind you of that. How uh, much? James, how much your, your dark Russell horse to be good in, in in either conference? Either conference. I'm gonna go Portland, man. I mean, Portland's is that even good a dark? All, come on, Portland's like the third best team in the West. Come on, but I'm ready to. But Why like, I'm ready to say like that. Come I'm on. ready to say possible NBA Finals. Good. I'm ready to say. Whoa. Is that a hot? Is that hot enough? Jade, I need explosions here. I need an ambulance in the background. Like that's. I'm, NBA yeah. Finals. I I think, and this is a little bit of hyperbole, but it is what it is. They got close without solid wing play. They added the guy who's been traded for more first round picks than LeBron James and, and uh, Robert Covington. I feel like he's traded for two first round picks every year. Finally addressed that hole. Nurkic coming back fully, fully healthy helps the interior defense. Uh, I like Anthony Simons. I think he gets better. I like they address the holes that they've had for so long, and they've were competitive eh. even before then. There's still a hole that they have that is going to be tough to address. Backcourt defense. True, but maybe you do a little Warriors Portland thing. Now you can hide Dame a little bit, like you can hide Steph because you got Covington. It just depends on the matchup. I, yeah, they're not going to make the finals. I had to throw a little fire out there, but. I like what Portland did. Don't sleep on them. I think they sneak into where Denver was and and maintain that spot as a top four team in the West for the next two or three years. Just as long as none of us believe in the Clippers, because never again, never, never again. All I'm right, riding that's with Paul George. For... Let's go. I'm riding with Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Luke Kennard. Gonna... Oh yeah, shout out Luke Kennard. Hold that's on, gonna we do not do a rant. This... We don't have rants. I prepared a rant for nothing. You know, all right, okay, yo, you got a rant. I, the floor is yours, Marcus. Well, I wanted to give James the opportunity first as our guest. James, the floor is yours. You oh, got a rant or a comment or something you just want to be thankful for or not thankful for, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm I am thankful for my family, my friends, good health, you guys, the, the people I work with. Uh, but yeah, in terms of a rant, no play in tournament. I don't want it. It's fun. It sounds fun on paper. What? Until the Pistons sneak into the tenth spot, and my I have to spend That's an extra week or two yep. covering teams, and <laughs> then they lose sense. by fifty. So no playing tournament. Nobody wants to watch the bad teams try to sneak in. Maybe they do. I don't. And let's just uh, the top eight. And hold on. To go back to last year with the with the play in, I don't like it because if a team gets hurt for most of the year, and then a guy comes back for a month and he's healthy and they have a chance. I don't like that. If the circumstances happen, titles have been won because of it. Titles have been lost because of it. I don't like there being a makeup period for things that go wrong in the season. That's part of what makes sports what they are, the randomness, the stuff you can't account for. And I think the play-in tournament kind of makes up for some of that. I don't like it. Uh, James, I can assure you, you don't have to worry about the Pistons sneaking (laughs) into that 10th seed. Uh, Marcus, what's your rant? (laughs) My rant might be a little bit um, controversial. Um, Oh, boy, here we go. Turkey is trash. It is the absolute worst part of Thanksgiving. It is the worst poultry ever to eat. And if you are acting as if somehow you like turkey, you're a fraud and you're being dishonest to yourself. Nobody actually likes turkey. 
You actually don't because you need to fill it with stuff and you need to, you need to, you need to inject uh, performance that has some drugs into it with the straight baster. Like you need to deep fried an apple cider and do all kind of other stuff to actually eat it. And then the only time you ever actually go through this whole charade is on Thanksgiving. If it was actually good, we would be eating turkey all year. If it was actually good, there would be no need for ham. It would just be turkey. Nobody goes to you get a steak. you never been to Disneyland for that turkey leg? Exactly. They sell it at Disneyland, uh, along with all kind of <laughs> other trash you eat. You never eat. Oh, no, we're not about to trash churros here. Okay, yes, this is not yes, what we're going to do. We're trashing funnel cake. We're trashing corn dog. All the stuff you don't eat. Yes. When the last time you had a Are funnel cake of outside mind? of an amusement park? They're selling you trash that you never eat otherwise, and of course they got turkey legs with it. It's turkey <laughs> is awful, and we really need to get off this as Thanksgiving food. We need to switch to something that's actually edible and tastes good, and doesn't need to be dressed up after Thanksgiving with mayonnaise. No, well, one, oh, gross. Two, yeah. uh, let me let me say this. One, stuffing is trash. It's either soggy or dry or just fucking nasty. So Thanks. stuffing's trash. Get it out of that turkey. I don't want any of that. I I'm good with some turkey. I, I don't like the the white meat with the turkey. I like the dark meat. But if but so you I, like I'm good if two, not you like two percent of the turkey. <laughs> Yeah, but I, but I carve it, so I get it. So that's 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 my little cheat code right there. Uh, we're just there for the for the sides. Give me some mac and cheese. Give me some uh, give me some mashed potatoes. I'll take the green beans. I'll mix up a little bit of cranberry. But I'm just there for like the starchy stuff uh, that's not stuffing. And then we're all just trying to get to the pie. Okay, like that's what that's what Thanksgiving is for. I want to get drunk. I want to watch some football. I want to get to the pie. That's all we're doing. So that is the point of Thanksgiving. None of it like the the murdering of indigenous people where we're not interested in in that like light being sh- shine on it in this country which is stupid we should get rid of christopher columbus we should get rid of thanksgiving and let's just have a fun day where we hang out with our family can we do that Preach. we can do that any day of the year <laughs> no marcus i'm telling you thanksgiving is for being thankful valentine's day is for being romantic fourth of july is patriot and then you know, rest of the day. And then you, and then you do some charity me. on Christmas. And oh, don't right? even don't even mess around and give me a leap year mark as an extra day for me. Woo! <laughs> That's the life right there. I opted for that rant over. I almost went in on the NFL for trying to uh, encroach on our block on Christmas Day. There's a the NFL is playing oh, a game a, on Christmas yeah. Day on Friday, and yeah, I feel like Roger Friday. Goodell is trying to be Marlowe and take over blocks. It's like, yo, back up! You know Y'all already doing. got Thanksgiving, but hey, two years I, I thought, from now, I thought Sunday's was, on a Christmas. Sunday, Christmas, two years from now. Good luck, NBA. Ethan Ethan's already writing that article. Ethan's, All right, that's going to do it for the Athletic NBA Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment, leave a review, and do all that do all that good stuff that helps us out. Uh, subscribe to the Athletic. You can get the best sports coverage on the internet. Do that for yourself for the holidays. Do that for a family member or a friend during the holidays. Make sure you're checking out Mark's work on the NBA and on the Warriors. Check out James' work on the Pistons and the NBA. Check out my work on whatever the hell I'm writing about. Make sure you check out the restricted area again on the Athletics YouTube page. Subscribe, smash that subscribe, as the kids say, and uh, check out the rest of the work at the Athletic. No dunks. The rest of the shows on uh, the Athletic NBA show, all the team-specific stuff, all the writing, all that good stuff. And happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating it. Get to the pie.
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.